This podcast of The Matt Wyatt Show is presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Land Bank. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Are you interested in buying land, farmland, hunting land, recreational property, or even a place to build that dream home? Anything land-related in North Mississippi, go to Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land. If you'd like to catch an entire replay of the entire radio show on any day, check out the on-demand of the live stream. Every day the show is streamed live, all three hours, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Periscope. Just look for me, Radio Wyatt, on any of those platforms, and you'll find the entire show from that day, and you can stream the whole thing on demand. Check it out. All right, back with you. Live in a Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. I'm here. JB is here. Most importantly, you are here. So however you want to be a part of the show, you can be. Call me, text me, comment on the live stream. Lots of people saying hello on the live stream. Really do appreciate y'all tuning in. Sven is in Germany. He tunes in just about every day. And he says he doesn't have Facebook or Twitter or any of that. He just gets on the YouTube live stream every day and oh wow. And talks to us. And gracing us with her presence is Miss Annabeth. And her voice. Queen. Hello. Where is Sven from in Germany? Does he say? I th- uh, Sven, let us know. Are you Berlin? Are you Munich? You've told me that before. Stuttgart. Stuttgart, Cologne. You- Have you told Sven how you lived in Germany and played football? Yeah, I think I, th- I think we talked about it at one point. I think yeah. one of the first times when he told me he was, he from, was from Germany, Germany I said, "Hey, I you spent a year over there. Lived uh, over there for a year. <clears throat> it was it was neat." It was neat. It certainly wasn't home. Food's better here. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, some of that kind so of stuff. So I got to come in and you said you're going to be doing the college play. What did you say? Oh, yeah. The playoff rankings. Yeah, there you go. He's from, he's from Berlin, f- by the way. Berlin. Wow. Yeah. That's really neat. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Historic. In- interesting band as well. <laughs> is there a band named Berlin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Made their, made their one hit wonder back in the early days of music television. Okay. Huh. Not familiar. News to me. Not familiar. I'm, I'm trying to get that hard drive cleared off in my brain. But it <laughs> go away. One hit wonder. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, playoff rankings, you know, so they came out last night, and JB sent me a text. I think he had watched the show. We didn't watch the show. Yeah. We haven't been watching the release shows on Tuesday nights of the college football playoff rankings. We just, it's not been on the radar, so to speak, this year like normal. Really, Christmas movies have been on the radar. Right. Mary Liddy has kind of taken over. We've and that's watched okay. a million it's Christmas, Christmas movies and, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've had fun. So I think to myself, well, I'm, you know, I've seen a few comments. JB mentioned it. I'm going to pull it up and look at it. Well, I pull up and look at it and go, well, this is the new playoff rankings. But the most important rankings are not new at all. They didn't change at all at the very top. They still have Alabama 1. Shocker. Notre Dame, two. Clemson, three. Ohio State, four. Hmm. Texas A&M, five. And there it is. That's the way it was before. It did not change one bit. You think Texas A&M should be higher? Well, you know, in terms of ranking them higher right now, I don't really know. But what I do know is they should be much closer to being in that four-team playoff than Ohio State. That's what I do know Without question. And the deal with Ohio State is they've only played five games. 
You, it's you insane. Are, I've heard you. I've heard you discussing went, this for a while. I went through the whole rant. So I get to look at this going, okay, I'm looking at it in kind of two or three stages. The top teams, well, they don't change those at all going into the conference championship weekend. Then you start looking at these other group of teams and you go, oh, okay, well, uh, Iowa State is up to number six. They jumped Florida. They are eight and two. Same record as Florida. Florida falls a spot because they just lost to LSU. Right. Okay. And you go, well, look, Florida's better than Iowa State, aren't they? If Florida played Iowa State, would Florida beat them? I don't really know, but, you know, on the surface, you think, well, Florida would beat Iowa State. But just this is a recency bias thing that just somebody's phone's ringing. Oh. That just because they lost LSU, they're going to bring them down, you know, a spot. Well, Okay, fine, if you want to do that. Here's the thing for me, though. How does Cincinnati drop a spot and they didn't play a ball game? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, <laughs> what Fowler and Herb Street were talking about last night. What in the world? They felt like that uh, Florida actually should be where Cincinnati is and Cincinnati should be where Florida is. I can totally agree with that. So here's the, here's the thing, Annie. Cincinnati is undefeated. But they are not in the Power Five. They're from the AAC, okay? A part right, of the, okay. And, and what I'm going to start calling these leagues, you, you've got the access schools and you've got the no-access schools. Okay. In other words, the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the ACC, the Power Five. Any school in those conferences, you've got access to the playoff. They have clearly shown you the college football playoff is for Power Five schools, and that's it. That's mm. it. So if you're in one of those leagues, you have access to it. But if you're not, you have no access. You don't have it. All right. So Cincinnati's a no-access school. They're from the AAC conference. They're sitting there undefeated at 8-0. They were ranked number eight. Didn't play a game, and they dropped them to number nine. What in the world? I don't under, I don't get that. Well, that goes back to Max. Matt's no access. <laughs> they don't have access. JB, they they moved Georgia up yeah. a spot ahead of Cincinnati. Georgia, who is seven and two, with a loss to Florida, and they lost to who else they lose to? Alabama. <laughs> okay, the number one team in the country. And they go and they beat the tar out of Missouri. So Georgia moves up a spot. Georgia moves up. After beating Missouri, which is come as Pete from Oh Brother Where Art Thou so eloquently has said in that movie. That don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. <laughs> None of this ever makes any sense to me. So I'm that sorry. doesn't make any sense at all. Coastal Carolina undefeated 11 0 didn't play, right? No, they did play. They move up a spot to number 12. Good for them. Miami got killed in their ballgame. They drop eight spots down to number 18. Louisiana is number 19. They're 9-1, and one, going to play for their conference championship this weekend. I want you all to hear a couple of things that were said. College football playoff chairman Gary Barda. He's the chair of the committee, Gary Barda. This is what he said about Cincinnati. How in the world could Cincinnati drop a spot they're undefeated, and they didn't even play a game. When it comes to uh, Cincinnati, you know the committee has uh, has shown appreciation for Cincinnati from from the beginning. We haven't had a chance to watch them play since November 21st, 
Uh, and the teams around them, the teams ahead of them, have played two or three games that we've been able to evaluate. And one of the things that holds Cincinnati back, again, a great team, they don't have a win against a, a top 25. So the, the teams, Iowa State was idle, Cincinnati was idle. Uh, a lot of teams in that top 10 that didn't play this week, uh, which created some challenges in evaluation, but not, not a lot of movement. Understanding, and I agree with, a head-to-head -head result, particularly early in the season, can't be the be-all, end-all. <laughs> it is so loosey-goosey subjective. I mean, this playoff thing, part with the TV partners that are so important because of their money, they have built around them a house mm. that they can totally shape and manipulate into whatever they want it be in order to make the most money by mm -hmm. all means possible. Do you think everybody gets that? I think they do. And here's well, the thing, that's just Annie. ridiculous. I think it? Matt gets it. I think JB and I think Annabeth and I think everybody like us in the whole country gets it. And we can say it until we're blue in the face. But, but it they won't will change never, anything. Ever, it'll, there will never be anybody sit up on ESPN television, let alone on that show, and say something like that without getting fired. Here's Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say that if, whether it's, it's right or wrong, there's a perception with Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State that, that they are the better teams and better programs in college football. And if, if the shoe were on the other foot, and Alabama, let's say, played five games, or Clemson played five games, and the five games that they played, they looked dominant. And then they were going to go off into their conference championship and, and, and go have a chance to win their conference and play six games. I would guarantee you that they would be facing the same situation that Ohio State is facing. So you can say that's unfair. The committee's trying to put the best four teams in the playoff. Give me a break. Didn't he play at Ohio State? He did. Yeah. I mean, you just might as well go ahead and give the Heisman Trophy to Ian Book. The, the Heisman <laughs> at, at Notre Dame. Why so? Yeah. Because of what we just listened yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, who else in the world would they want to win it other than Ohio State? Other than Ohio State. Notre, Notre Dame. Yeah. They are praying Clemson gets beat by Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Make it easy, right? Yeah. Well, and listen, you know, the thing about Herb Street right there, what he says, you know, the committee is trying to put the four best teams in the – okay, well, I didn't understand this when we got into this playoff thing. But I understand it now. This is a deal of people in a room sitting there basically saying a team's win-loss record is only a teeny tiny portion of what we will use to decide who we put them in the playoff, who we put in the playoff. This is the thing, Annie, that I think, I, and I said this yesterday, that's so hard for me to stomach and to just accept as a former player. As a player, you're in the mindset of, I could be at State, I could be at Ole Miss, or I could be at Alabama. And frankly, if we have a good team here and we outwork people. We're going to be recognized. And we, we can actually go out here and earn on the field in our games. We can earn in our games the right to go out here and play for a championship. Apparently not. That's they are telling you that's not the case. Mm. That ain't the case. Your win-loss record? To heck with it. It only helps us. In some cases, if you're the right kind of school and you're undefeated, access school and you're undefeated, well, we don't really have a choice. we got to put you up there. That's pathetic. Well, and maybe I'm overcooking this thing and, and it would sway somebody like you. I don't think so. 
Well, but I I always ask you, not when you're just on the radio, but off the air from a player's perspective. And that's what you speak from a lot of times because you were one. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's all fair that you're talking in their benefit. Yeah. I mean, think about it from think about it from their eyes. They're all at school. It's Christmas vacation where everybody's still having to play football. They're blood, sweat, and tears during Corona. And look, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter and what your record is. It just matters what your school is. That's right. It doesn't really matter as much. It's like a guy wow. wrote yesterday. You look at Ohio State, 5-0. and They've basically had an open date, extra week of preparation before four of their five games. And the committee is basically, it's like telling somebody, you can play in the Masters and you can play on the forward tees. Mm. Everybody else plays back here. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah, that's that's about right. Dude. Buddy. I want to hear pitiful. about the matchups for Ole Miss and State this weekend because I usually ask you about it by now in the week, and I haven't <laughs> had a chance to really talk okay. to you about it this week. We can do that next.